Welcome to the Sigma Dad Pod, where I take you on the journey of learning what it means to be a Sigma Dad. Being a Sigma Dad means being a trailblazer, means breaking the patterns before you, because you know what kind of dad you want to be, and you're showing up every single day to become that person. So if you're ready to be the best dad you could ever imagine, strap in, listen up, and let's do this. Life is a journey about learning the lessons that every human needs to learn, how to be a better man or woman, how to level up, how to be the best version of you that you can be. Now, those lessons are going to take different forms because you are unique, but we're all on the same journey. We're all trying to become the best version of ourselves. A few months ago, I was at my business partner's house, Evan Carmichael, and we had a lot of successful entrepreneurs there. You know, there's eight eight of us, I believe. And we did a mastermind weekend and it was amazing. It was incredible. You know, part of the time and part of the main thing that we were doing there uh, besides just building relationships was we each got an hour of time to talk through and say, Hey, here are the issues that I'm struggling with. Can you help me? You know, what advice do you have? What do you see that maybe I'm not seeing? And what amazed me is everyone from entrepreneurs making five figures a month to trying to sell nine figure businesses all had problems that were similar in function similar in like the essence of the problem it was just different scale it was a different version it was a different stage of life it didn't matter if you were in your 30s or 50s we're all struggling with the same things the only difference is that it's uniquely tailored to you it's your life it's your version of learning that lesson it's you having to learn how to be patient or humble or have more swagger or be more confident or be able to, you know, solve a specific problem because you're going to continue to have that problem over and over and over until you learn the lesson of how to solve that. And so when we're looking at, you know, being a father or a business owner or a husband or a good employee, whatever it is that you have in your life that you're looking for, you're going to learn these same lessons over and over and over. And if you don't buckle down and step up and actually learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn, you're going to repeat the same lesson over and over. I look at friends and close family members and in their, you know, most valued relationships, at least they should be, they make the same mistakes over and over and over again, which leads you to a life of blaming other people for the same problem that you've been facing over and over and over again. Because if you're blaming yourself, if you're taking responsibility, if you're realizing If this problem has happened more than once with more than one, two, three, four people, the only common denominator is me. And so either you're spending time around the wrong person, you are purposefully or subconsciously putting yourself in the wrong situations, something about what you're doing is not working. And that's your fault. It's not other people's fault. It's not the world's fault. It's not God's fault or whatever higher power you believe in's fault. It's your fault. You are the one who has the responsibility. I had this conversation with my sons, you know, earlier this week. If you don't take responsibility for your actions, you give the power to whoever you're blaming or whatever you're blaming. You no longer have any ability to change it. You no longer have any responsibility for it, which sounds nice until you realize that means until that other thing or person or whatever it is decides to give you a better life, you're powerless. You get to accept whatever you get. You got to blame and have no responsibility, but you also don't get to live the life that you want to live. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you want to level up, you want to be better. You want to be the best that you can be and doing, you know, those things and placing the blame anywhere else except for on yourself is taking that power away from you. You need to take responsibility. You need to understand that this lesson that's being placed in your life is going to be repeated over and over and over again. I had uh, a couple of clients that 
you know, had some issues and issues meaning they wanted to either change how things were going or uh, stop service or whatever it was, but they were similar issues with multiple clients. And it was frustrating because the same thing keeps coming up over and over and over again. And one of the best things that I have for my business anyway is a mentor and a circle of people that I trust that I can ask business questions to that know way more than I do, that have way more experience than I do. And so I can ask them and realize and understand that, hey, if this problem has come up with three or four clients, something I'm doing is not working. And you know what I'm doing that's not working, now that I understand it, is when I get someone the results, I'm getting better results than anyone else in the industry. I'm world-class at what I do. That's something I take pride in. The problem is how my clients feel about the results that they're getting isn't matching up to that because I'm making sure that the results happen, but I'm not making sure that there's an emotional connection to those results that they see and understand what's really going on and how impressive those results are because I've been doing this for a while and you can't get results like that. And the thing here is it's my fault, my problem, my issue, because I'm not making sure that they one, understand that those are impressive results and two, that we're getting them consistently because if they understood and they felt and they realized how amazing this was, these issues wouldn't come up. And so that's on me. How they feel about what I'm doing is my problem, is my fault. Maybe there's nothing I can do about it. But if I take that frame of mind and if I say, oh, there's nothing I can do about it, I'm giving the power to them, I'm giving the power to anyone else and I'm gonna lose them as a client. They are not gonna stay because there's an issue here. They don't feel confident that they're getting as good of results as they are. If they did, I wouldn't have this issue. And so something about how I'm handling things isn't working. And this applies to everywhere in your life. It applies to your kids. If your kids are acting out repeatedly in the same way and you know they're not doing the things that you feel like they should be doing, one, maybe your expectations are off. Maybe you need to adjust those and realize they're just kids and what they're doing is just fine. Maybe you have some childhood trauma. Maybe you have something in your life and in your past that is a trigger because of how they're acting. And that's on you. That's not on your kids for being kids. That's on you for not getting deep into your you know, emotional issues and working through them, whether it's through therapy or self-thought or whatever you want to do, reading books, however you want to solve those issues, probably need some therapy. Everybody does. That's on you 100%. That's not on your kids for not you know doing the things that you think that they should do. They're being kids, they're growing up, they're learning, they're growing, you're the adult here. And so maybe you need to adjust your expectations. Maybe you're causing it. If your kids wake up in the morning and you're yelling at them because they're late and they're not getting ready fast enough and they're not doing what you should tell them to, and then they come home and they act out or they act out on the way to school, like that's on you. You woke them up and started yelling at them and telling them all the things that they're doing wrong. And then you expected them to go and have a happy, good day joyous day how would you like it if someone woke you up screamed at you all the things that you were doing wrong reminded you that you weren't doing things well and that you sucked at this and that and then sent you off every morning i wouldn't have a good day i really would not i hope you've gotten value out of this show today if you have it would mean the world to me if you would share the show with a friend Podcasts are notoriously hard to grow, and word of mouth is actually the way that they grow the fastest. So if you could take a second and text this to a friend or family member, someone who needs this, I would really appreciate it. Now back to the show. You can't expect your kids to either. So again, that's on you. Maybe your kids are just really having a rough go. Maybe they have something going on at school. Maybe they have something going on with friends. Maybe they have 
just some self-doubts that are really eating at them. Do you understand what's going on with your kids emotionally? Do you understand why they're acting out? Do you understand all of these things? Because if you don't, again, that's on you. 100% of this is on you. Taking responsibility for everything. You know, um, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink's a great book. If taking responsibility things for things is something you struggle with, I recommend that book. Absolutely love it. I read books all the time, listen to them on Audible because I have to be able to do other things as well. I can't just sit down and read a book, unfortunately, but that's on me. That's a thing that I need to control. And I know that I can listen to a book at two or two and a half X speed and do other things and get the lessons that I need from it. So I figured out a way to make sure my education continues as a father so that I can give that to my kids. I can make sure they understand, hey, I'm always educating myself. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. And that's important, whether you're in school or not. Schooling is different than education. And, you know, you need to make sure that you are educating yourself and that they are as well. So going back to my original point, though, the problems that you face in life, the lessons that you need to learn are going to continue to repeat. You know, these actions, these behaviors from your kids are going to continue to repeat until you figure out where they're coming from. What what are you doing that's helping to cause these? If you're not causing them, you need to understand how, why and how they're happening so you can help address them. You can be part of the solution. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is not a solution. Just ignoring it and hoping it goes away doesn't work. Kids get depressed. Kids feel unseen, unheard, and they act out. They try to get the attention. They do whatever they have to to get heard, to get the attention that they need. And so you know, when I think on what I'm doing with my kids, the things that I need to work on, there's a lot there. And all of it is my fault. All of it is something I can work on. Are there things that maybe they need to work on as well? Yeah, but they're kids. You can't hold them to that standard of improving whatever it is if you aren't giving them the space, if you aren't giving them the environment, the feedback, the support, everything that they need to learn the lessons that they need to learn to become the man or woman that they need to be. It's on you. You are the parent. This is this is not something you get to shirk. This is not something that you get to let someone else teach your kids. You know, it doesn't matter if you're the father or the mother. Nurturing and teaching your children is your job. Now, are, do I believe that there's different roles? 100%. You know, men really are going to take on a much larger role as boys get older uh, and even as girls get older. But there's still things that you do when your children are young. I'm not great at this, but I try in the morning when, you know, our baby girl wakes up to take her, to get her fed, to get her changed. This morning I was up at 5.15 doing that for my wife because she spent the entire night taking care of her. I'm not the greatest at it. I have some sleep issues that, you know, I do everything in my power to make sure that, you know, I have my sleep CPAP, I have sleep apnea, I have a few things going on, but I still try to do my best. There's a lot of things I still need to work on. There's a lot of things I'm not great at, but those are my fault. And those are things I need to work on. And so what is it in your life? What lessons is life or God or higher power that you believe in trying to teach you right now? What are those lessons? I mean, if you need to sit down with a pen and a pad of paper and write down the worst moments you've had in your life over the past six months, the biggest problems you've had to solve in the past six months, look at the issue points because I guarantee you there's a pattern. I guarantee you there's a lesson that life's trying to teach you and it's going to be wrapped around a couple of, you know, very simple things. Are they hard, difficult? Yes. Simple. Sure. That doesn't make them easy. 
And so if you can recognize what that is, maybe it's communication with your spouse. Maybe it's prioritizing your health. Maybe it's prioritizing a relationship in your life. There's a lot of things that you're doing wrong. There's a lot of things all of us are doing wrong. But those unique lessons that you need to learn are only going to be learned and only going to happen if you look for them. If you ignore them, you just keep seeing the same pattern over and over and the same lesson over and over and you blame everyone except yourself, you're going to lose. You're going to end up living a mediocre life and you're going to look back at the end and realize you didn't do everything that you should, everything you wanted to. There's no shoulds. It's, you know, do you want good, better, or best? What are you willing to settle for? I have way too many friends, family members, people that I've met in my life that settle for mediocre or worse. And I'm not okay with that. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I'm on a journey of becoming a better father, becoming a better husband and becoming a better entrepreneur. There's so much that I need to work on. And this podcast is not about preaching to you how perfect I am or here's all the things I'm doing, right? This is really a journey of where did I mess up? What did I learn from it? And how can I share that with you so that you learn a lot faster than I did? And I've realized that there's issues that come up with repeated frequency and it's always the same thing until I learn that lesson and then I become a master of it and it goes away because it's not a problem anymore because I'm the type of person that's capable of handling that. You know, I, I lift weights a lot. Hopefully you lift weights, get stronger, but you know, my best squat ever is 505 pounds. I can't do that right now. The best I could probably get is 425, 450, somewhere in that range right now. I'm working back up to it, but I'm not, not on the top of my game. And, you know, is 315 easy for me? Yeah. Yeah. I've well passed, you know, 315 being difficult. I remember when I couldn't do 315, but because I've built that strength, I've done the reps, I squat over 315 all the time. That's no longer an issue. It's no longer a problem. It's no longer a heavy weight because I've made it an easy weight for me. It's the same with any of these issues. You need to become capable. You need to exercise these muscles. You need to be a type of person that whatever problems you're facing now are a non-issue for you. You're at a level two or three in your life. You need to get to a level four, five, six, seven. Ideally level 10, but that takes a lifetime. So find those things that you need to work on. Find the things that you see as a pattern and go work at them. Go put 100 reps in. Go do what you need to do. You know, one of the things that I'm really terrible at in my business is outreach, is prospecting, is finding new clients. I only have room for a handful of clients. So I think that's part of the reason. But when I do have a client or two drop and I need to fill that space, if I don't have a waiting list, it, it takes a while to fill. And so making sure one, I have a waiting list, but two, I'm actively prospecting, that I, I go do a hundred reps of at prospecting, that I do it on a consistent basis and that I make it easy for me. If I know that I'm going to do prospecting every single day, I'm going to reach out to five different people. I'm going to write my two week follow-up emails. I'm going to do the process that has already been lined out between me and my business partner. It's easy. If I don't do that, when I have a client drop, when the waiting list isn't there, whatever it is, it takes weeks or months to fill that back up because I didn't do the work. I didn't do the thing that solves the problem that I already know what it is. It's simple. Sending emails, outreaching on Instagram it is not hard to outreach, especially with the results that we get, the names that we have backing us. Like, It's not hard, but I don't do it. I don't put in the work. I don't solve that issue and learn the lesson that I repeatedly am being taught that outreach is 
something that needs to be a consistent part of your business. If you want to keep it growing, if you want to keep it even maintaining, you have to do it. What lessons do you need to learn? What is life trying to teach you? Where do you see those? Go find them, go solve them, become a Sigma dad. Now I mentioned education in this episode. Matt Boudreau came on and really laid everything out that you need to know about education, about why schooling your kids is not the same. Go check out episode four of the podcast with Matt Boudreau. You're absolutely going to love it and you'll thank me later.